everybody. Welcome back to another episode. I'm Rob. I'm Caleb. And this is Andy. And this is Everybody, everybody in, in the, the Conference, conference Room. room. Th- this is Andy. I know. I got all super fancy. <laughs> no. And, and, and I. I just, and it's tis, been a while, guys. She just up, goes. Tis Andy. Tis Andy to my right. <laughs> Stop. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. As you can hear, Andy is back. Ladies Woo! and gentlemen. Oh, my gosh. Right. The applause. I'm overwhelmed. I was going to add it in and post, but I decided not to. But the listener already knows that. <laughs> um, hey, yeah. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Thank you so much for listening and supporting the show. Make sure wherever you listen that you subscribe. Leave us a good five-star review on iTunes, and we'll read it live on the air. And make sure you tell a friend about the show. Great, tangible way to help out. Yeah. Suck us. Tell your grandparents about it. They'll appreciate it. They may. First explain what a podcast is. Yeah. And then explain the best one out there. It's like those old-timey radio shows. <laughs> Here's why I think the grandparent market's the best untapped market oh, in hit me. Okay. I love this. Because they support their grandkids no matter what. That's oh, true. Oh, right? that's true. So, like, if you're, if you're a grandkid, right, go tell your grandparents, hey, Mima, Papa, Titi, Wee Wee, whatever their name is. <laughs> P-pop. Yeah. P-pop. Hey, Grandpa Titi. P-P-O-P, uh, whatever their name is. Hey, it'd mean a lot if you listen to my friend's podcast. They'll, they will listen to every episode because they want to mean the world to their grandkids, even though they don't. That's what what? How <laughs> do you Ladies explain to them how to find it? Like, that's my main problem with my dad. That's hard. He would love to listen. You will he have to explain the Google box <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you try to get them to listen. But This Google machine? Oh, I cannot even imagine. Um, just even trying to like help them check their email or log into Facebook. How do you use Marco Polo? No. How? What a username is. Let's start yeah, there. What oh, a no. username is. That's a conversation <laughs> I had today. I use this machine and my name is Caleb. That's <laughs> what my username is. Oh, my gosh. And uh, as always, guys, come check us out on Patreon. Patreon.com slash an office pod. It's three bucks a month. Gets you af- access to the after party at Poor Richards. And tonight. Let me tell you, it's a party. It is right. always a party. It's a party. Someone always loses their shirt. It's kind yeah. of weird, what? but it gets all like, it's a party. That's yeah. what happens. That's what happens at parties. People lose clothing. <laughs> um, we, uh, but tonight we're in, in honor of the uh, product recall. We're going to talk about customer service fails. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. You're going to love it. It's going to be so embarrassing. I can't wait for Andy to tell her story. <laughs> oh, yay. <laughs> and uh, as always, want to say thanks to all of our patrons and a special shout out to our $20 patron talking about the assistant to the regional manager, Mr. B. Ryan Kevazazos. Kevazazos. Kevazos. Oh, wait, sorry. Brian Kevazos. Let me tell you about Sir Brian. Tell us about Sir Brian. He's allegiant. Is he allegiant? He helps us gain strength through numbers. Oh, baby. And spiritual momentum. (laughs) Thank you, Brian. He helps us tap into the chi. (laughs) He helps us realign our chakras. That's right. He fires a mighty chi ball at us every week. (laughs) Every month in the form of $20, he fires chi at us. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, hey, tonight we're going to break down uh, Season 3, Episode 20, Product Recall. We're also going to go over to Dunder Mifflin, uh, the Dunder Mifflin subreddit, look at some quality content. We're going to hear from you guys and what you loved about the episode. It's going to be great. Uh, before we jump in, though, Andy, uh, we we missed you last week. Yeah. What's up? And now here you are. Yeah, here I am. How are you doing? In the flesh. How's your, how's your, how's your, uh, how's your life? How's your body? Uh, my body's fine. Um, All right, I'm gonna my leave. Good. <laughs> right. I mean, what part of my body are you asking about? Oh, you know. Okay. All right. Thank I'm you guys good. for listening this I'm week. Good. We're going to hop off here. <laughs> I'm good, and I'm back, and I'm glad to be back. Our uh, Last week, you know, obviously, our girls were having trouble calming mm-hmm. down. Uh, our two you know year what? Olds. I'm sorry to say, like, very shortly after you guys started, 
They were fine. And so I had oh, that okay. dilemma of like, do I go do I and join? Like Always. In the, I didn't know what to do. So I drew a bath. Oh, wow. <laughs> and read a book. She lived her best life. Yeah, I, did, I did. I still appreciate that. Self-care is important. So. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Thank you, guys. Uh, yeah, our kids wouldn't calm down last week. This week, our two-year-old went to bed at 6.15. Yeah, so <laughs> in the PM. She, it was her apology. No. It was her apology. I, I, I have a hard time believing uh, we're going to get any sleep tonight. <laughs> yeah, kids, if you're listening, if you want to show your parents that you appreciate them, go to bed early tonight. Yeah. Shut your mouths. And then about, and your eyes. And then about 3.30 <laughs> when you wake up Damn and they're still asleep just go ahead go to their bedroom lift a 20 out of their wallet because you deserve it and and send it to us get fire that chi ball you can also become assistant to the regional manager with brian (laughs) you too can be the next brian kavassos you hear that kids kids. may your dreams fly as high as your hats is that what it is or your hats fly as high as your dreams i think it's yeah may your hats fly as high as your dreams and i think it's hats soar yes so about 32 feet that's right (laughs) That's right. That's all you need. That's as high as you need right to go to send us 20 bucks. Pass that lamppost. Right <laughs> That's adulthood. That's right. All right. So, hey, uh, tonight, Michael will not resign. Angela apologizes. Creed screws the pooch. And identity theft is not a joke, Jim. <laughs> this is Product Recall, Season 3, Episode 20 of The Office. So the episode opens and Jim has arrived at the office and he's dressed a little different today. Yeah. He looks a little odd. Yeah. He's, you know, or also vaguely familiar. He's kind of, he's trying a new style. Yeah. Or maybe it's an old style. (laughs) Uh, He sits down. (laughs) He says, it looks a little blurry, opens his briefcase. Pulls out some glasses. Yep. And it is painfully clear that he is, I mean, is he cosplaying as Dwight Schrute? Is that what I would definitely call this a cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> he is LARPing as Dwight Schrute. Oh my gosh. It's so good. Uh, he asked uh, Dwight about some bear facts. Uh, which bear's best? Yep. Which he says black bear. <laughs> I'm a grizzly man myself. False. I feel like a grizzly could kill a black bear pretty easy. Yes. Well, that's, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um... He also says, fact, bears eat beets. He does. Now, I took the liberty of looking this up. I went to the Yahoo Answers, ladies and gentlemen, and I saw a post that said, do bears eat beets? There was an excellent post here that was quite informative. All right. And I just want want you to hear it. Let's get educated about this. Bears are omnivorous, meaning that they eat vegetables and animal matter. Their diet, their natural diet, although mainly animal vegetarian. Animal matter. Oh. Yeah, you don't want to know about animal matter. Trust me. It's not good for you. Um, although mainly vegetarian, includes berries, grasses, nuts, seeds, roots, insects, fish, blah, 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 blah. A beet is a root, so a bear might eat one if he could find it. Ah, they just can't get them out of the ground. Now, I feel like Dwight was like starting to say bears do not eat beets, but I think he might. He may have been mistaken. Mm-hmm. Something he doesn't know about bears and beets. Ah, there it is. Now, I am possibly an editing genius because people, as you're listening, you may not, you may not have realized this, but we're seven minutes in and just after we talked about bears, the yep. bear fact being wrong, uh, the child who went to bed at 6.15 woke up and so Andy's <laughs> upstairs with him now. <laughs> Little bear is awake at, at this point. Oh my gosh. So it's just Caleb and I, just the boys again. Hey, we're back at it. It's boys town. That's right. Uh, Andy may pop in if, if we can get her to calm the heck down. We'll see what happens. <laughs> um, okay. So, so he gets the bear fact wrong and yep. then uh, bears beats Battlestar Galactica. So famous. Yes. Now, Dwight has sort of like kept his cool up to this point. Like he's trying to play it cool. You know, 
And then I love that it's the bobblehead coming out of the briefcase that's the breaking point. The bobblehead's <laughs> taking it too far, Jim, and you know this. Oh, it's like sacred ground. What are you doing? <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, you know, Jim does the Michael and then very funny Michael yep. as well. And they both run for Michael. So, there you go. <laughs> so when we come back from the opening credits, everybody is on the phone. We've got Pam on the phone. All the sales team is on the phone. Yep. Michael's on the phone. Everybody is apologizing. Something's up. Yes. <laughs> and what we find out is that there was an angry employee at the paper mill who decided to put an obscene watermark oh yeah on 500 boxes of paper and they all got sent out which what a masterful joke if you're gonna like you know this was his last day or something <laughs> like he's like i'm going out with a bang dang it and dude. this is this is my stamp I, he must have been done wrong because it was it was time <laughs> um he says uh, a beloved cartoon duck performing unspeakable acts on a cartoon mouse and then I believe he says that he's not really a fan. He did, he doesn't really get it. And he's I think he's talking about the duck and the mouse, right? Yeah, he's not a fan of them. He's not a fan of their relationship just based on his <laughs> bias with the duck and the mouse before, you know? Oh like, um, but I also love the cutaway to Dwight here who's like grown up on a farm and he's like, yes. oh, I've seen it all. And he's duck on, pi- on pig, chicken on cow. Like yeah. whoever drew this got it exactly right. That's right. right. <laughs> a couple of chickens doing a pig, <laughs> goat watching. <laughs> goat watching. All that stuff. Um, but yeah, so we find out that it's like crisis time because this this bad news went down and they got to figure out what to do. So uh, Michael is getting everybody in the conference room. Oh, baby. And he's, he <laughs> wants everybody in. Stat. He says, cry man squaw, F and C double time. <laughs> Which I was like, is this some sort of like new song I don't know about? What is cry man squaw? I know for sure. New band name, I call it. There you go, cry man squaw. Oh, that's not bad, dude. Yeah, let's like, do it. That could be a cool like metal. <laughs> F and C double. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, cry man squaw. <laughs> Followed shortly by F and C double time. Oh. <laughs> You yeah, know they're a metal it. band for I sure. Double time. Rid it to do. Um, everybody is sort of confused. Uh, crisis management squad, front and center double time. And everybody gives them a super hard time. <laughs> now, it's at this point that Michael decides to call out Creed. Creed, quality assurance. You should have caught this. You really screwed the pooch on this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Creed's in trouble on this one. And Creed looks worried. He does. So, like, we've had Creed who was like eating a potato yes, <laughs> yes. no cares in the world you got potato <laughs> sprouting eating his mung beans that's right last episode he's like eating a potato but then he's like of sound mind he's one year you know one or you know once a month he, or once a week he's supposed to take four hours go down to the paper mill do the spot check yeah the one year he decides to blow it off <laughs> which i love that excuse because i was like oh that's senior year yeah there you go there <laughs> what you go. do you mean i've had three months to write this paper <laughs> i'm not doing it Oh my gosh. Uh, but he actually looks like pretty, you know, pretty concerned. He, he looks does. Like he's worried. And through this episode, you're like, man, Creed is like a maniacal genius and how yes. he responds to this. He is an evil, evil genius. <laughs> um, Michael makes it clear that, hey, at this point, we are at threat level midnight. That's right. <laughs> Boom. Title shot. That's awesome. Um, and because of that, he needs everybody on the phones, including accounting. He wants them on customer service. Which I would love to hear yes. Kevin Malone <laughs> calling me to apologize about Mickey Mickey and Donald. Yes. 
on paper. He's like, you probably saw that picture. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, actually. I'm not supposed to laugh. That's right. Um, and But they don't need to worry about it because Kelly is going to train them. That's right. And then we cut to Kelly singing... This day is bananas. B A N A N A S. This day is bananas. B A N A N A S. And now it's officially stuck in our head for the rest of the week. Speaking oh. of bananas, ladies and gentlemen, Andy Lambert back, back on the hot Woo. mic. You got the child to sleep again? Again, the applause. The oh the gosh. Michael Jordan of putting kiddos to bed. That's right. That's right. Andy Lambert making Just the comeback. Like one karate chop. That's right. That's all you have to do. <laughs> It then cuts to Angela, who is getting ready to pop some aspirin, and she says, I don't have a headache. I'm just prepping. <laughs> yeah. I, which I've been there. You know, you got to have those days where you're just prepping for the stress you know you're about to have. Absolutely. Um, we also find out that, okay, so Dunmore High School, this is a big account yep. that Jim is the, the, the main guy for. They sent out all of their prom invitations on this paper. <laughs> So this is bad news. And that like up their cool factor for every student. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You absolutely. know, you know, some pimple faced junior opened up He's that like, invitation oh, yeah. and was like, Oh hell yeah, dude. Did <laughs> oh, you I'm see going. this? Mom, I gotta go to prom this year. Um My mom can take us if your mom can pick us up. That's oh the deal. <laughs> so he uh Jim says, Yeah, I'm gonna make a call. Michael says, No, no, no. You need to be there in person. Ryan volunteers to go. And I love and Michael is sort of like okay, he's he's a little bit of a buffoon here, but he's also kind of like in fine form because he's got that vibe of like, like if it reminds me of like when you're watching like a Jerry Bruckheimer movie and you got the guy in the Situation yeah. Room that's oh, like yeah. you know give a call to the president get the get the you know Secretary of Defense on the you you're know. really moving the cards yes yeah. yeah like you're 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 moving the troops you around. are moving the chess pieces at this point. <laughs> I just love it that like Ryan's like, yeah, I'll go. And he's like, no, sweet cheeks. We need somebody. <laughs> he said, no, sweet cheeks. Let's send somebody that's made a sale. <laughs> that's right. So then he says, Andy should go. And I love that Andy's response is, William Doolittle at your service, a.k.a. Will do. <laughs> Which, oh, gosh. You just want to punch Andy in the face. I can't even through imagine the TV while you're watching this. this. No way. Well, that's exactly how Jim is feeling because Jim is like, nah, I can definitely handle this. <laughs> sure. I'd be better on my own, please. Michael's response Nope, I need two men on this. That's what she said. <laughs> no time. But that's what she said. No time. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's cutting himself off. <laughs> so dang good. Uh, he needs Dwight to host a press conference. Uh, they have invited one of their uh, valuable clients in for a personal apology. I do have to say, though, can you imagine if this were to happen nowadays, do you think there'd be a press conference? No, somebody just like, tweeted about it? it. Yeah, it'd, 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 it'd be on Twitter. There'd be a, a tweeted apology. And, yeah. and we all move on. And then a lives. YouTube apology video that's like 19 minutes and then it would be a meme 19. and then people would be going out trying to buy yep. yes. reams of paper yeah. hoping that they win it the lottery like and it's in there yeah right? oh man i really hope reputation. it's in here yeah. it's like the wonka golden ticket except for paper sexual <laughs> for sexual paper that's right sexual paper uh michael uh people are kind of like a press conference and he's like yeah we're gonna get you know you want a headline we'll give him a headline scranton area paper company dunder mifflin apologizes to valued client 
Some companies still know how business is done. <laughs> I love that headline. Very pro Dunder Mifflin. Mm-hmm. It also, as a headline, is taking up a line and a half on this word document. <laughs> it's, the, it's like those 1940 war papers where yes. it's like 65 words is the title. And if you're like scrolling on your phone, it's the whole view yes. you would have to just scroll to see what and then right before you get to the story it's like will you accept cookies to continue viewing this <laughs> absolutely it's always behind Chocolate the paywall yeah uh creed decides he creed comes up with a masterful plan i know he's fantastic he calls the so mill I'm talking about he calls the mill and says i was supposed to come by and do a check yeah but the manager or the foreman or whatever uh, wasn't there, or he or she wasn't there. Yeah. Can you tell me who was not there last week? So smart, dude. <laughs> so smart. And what day was that? And so he finds out Debbie Brown was not there on Wednesday. So he has everything he needs. In the words yep. of Michael Scott, we now know who our escape goat is. That's right. Yep. Oh, how the turntables. <laughs> So then uh, this is kind of an interesting insight to Creed because Creed basically says the only difference between this or this job Mm -hmm. is the only thing between me and a homeless man. And I will do anything to survive. Just like I did. When I was homeless. When I was a homeless man. (laughs) When I was a homeless man. (laughs) Does it surprise you that Creed was a homeless man? This is also how he knows about the quarry, though. He's talking to Jim. He's like, hey, I live down by the quarry. You and I should throw stuff in the quarry sometimes. (laughs) The only reason why this is surprising is how clever he is. Oh, indeed. Yeah. How did... This is what I'm talking about. Maniacal genius. When you were When you were putting the child back to bed. Sure. One of the things we talked about is that this is an interesting turn for Creed... I think it's and it's probably only for one episode. We had last episode we had Creed eating a potato. Yep. Okay. Now we have Creed being a maniacal genius. It's, uh-huh. it's the flip flop. It just he just he might be like that is. one movie where you have like split personalities. Like oh, Splice. Split. Yeah, Split. Was it called Split? Yeah, Splice. Splice, oh, Splice, was, Splice was the one with the alien. Okay. They yes. like <laughs> made the alien. There you go. I didn't see either tomato. one. <laughs> yeah. um, he's in both. I have seen neither one, but I know what they both. Are. <laughs> yeah, but maybe he's got like split personalities. Dude. I don't know, but he definitely is going to pull this off. So Kelly is starting the training for the accounting department. She says, uh, give yourself a round of applause because you're no longer losers. <laughs> this is how I kick off all my new hire trainings. Yeah, exactly. Go no ahead, give a round, round of applause for yourself. You are no longer losers. And That's this right. job is the only thing that separates you from you. Being, from a, being, homeless, a, homeless being a homeless man. But I am a woman. <laughs> Even the women. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Uh, she talks about, you know, you can you can have some fun with it, you know, if you want to use an accent. So for an entire day, she was Bridget Jones. Can you imagine? <laughs> and I talk like this. Can you imagine making a phone call and getting that? Oh, my God. Like, no. I would hang uh, out. My first response would be, can I speak to your manager? <laughs> manager, please. But who would you rather have? Would I would you say, rather... can you read me your diary, Bridget Jones? Oh, my gosh. I like ice cream and I need a boyfriend. <laughs> um, so good. But who would you rather get a call from? Kelly, aka Bridget Jones. Okay. Or Kevin, aka. Ooh. I mean, Kevin. Australian. Australian mate. Australian mate. Uh, hello, mate. <laughs> Everything has mate on it. With Kevin, you would know it's a joke. So you'd be like, am I being. Where's the cameras? But with Kelly, you're not really sure. It's just annoying. Alligators. <laughs> Alligators. And dingo, dingo babies. Dingo babies. Oh, my gosh. So Andy and Jim are on their way to Dunmore High School. It's quiet in the car. 
and Andy decides to say, beer me. <laughs> my, what was it, my CD? No, beer me that water. <laughs> beer me that water. He says, something, he says something to the effect of like, I say that, it gets a laugh like 30% of the time. <laughs> I remember when this episode like actually aired and like yes. that was popular for like two weeks. Oh, like, absolutely. With oh, your yeah, friends. Sure. It's like, hey, beer me that. I remember we were, I think we were working up at uh, a summer camp and there was a, a girl up there named Stacy who... What's like, her mom like? She's, she's got, got it going, going on. on. She's got it she's going, got going on. on. Ah. All right, I'm sorry. And this was you like... You are not. <laughs> this was like her jam. Beer me everything, basically, at that point. Beer me everything. That's right. Beer me everything. Um, so he... Beer me that water. Beer me that CD. I love that he's got the statistics for it. It works 30% of the time. <laughs> Gets a laugh. It's like a data collector. Um, Jim wants some music. Andy is happy to oblige. Give me the beat, boys. Oh, yeah. I love that that's soul. the assumption. Uh-huh. Like, next time anybody's like, hey, can you turn that up? It's going to be me. I'm going to be singing. <laughs> I might even sing, it's going to be me. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to do some uh, Disturbed and just be like, oh, wow. No. <laughs> uh, well, he, so, oh, 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 sorry. so good. That's right. <laughs> I love that when he also gets to, when he gets back to it. Uh, Give me the beat, boys, and free my little old soul. <laughs> <laughs> free my little soul. Oh my gosh, it's so bad. Can uh, you imagine future Andy Bernard? Yes, he's They're amazing. Like children, him oh as a dad. Gosh. Yeah. Oh, he'd be him a as fun a grandpa. Yeah, he's gonna be the best. Yeah. You know what? Andy Bernard Grandpa would listen to this podcast if he you would. asked him. Heck See, yeah, he that's would. the perfect tieback <laughs> to what I was talking about earlier. Exactly. Uh, so he sings uh, beautifully, but Jim decides to cut him off. Says, uh, I was thinking maybe like a CD or a CD. <laughs> so beer me that CD. Uh, they arrive at the high school, and one of the greatest lines, Jim gets out of the car, Lord, beer me strength. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Lord, beer me strength. So they're walking the halls of the high school, and it's at this point where <laughs> Andrew Bernard sees his girlfriend walking the hall. She's a cutie, too. <laughs> and initially, Jim is kind of like, uh, is it that teacher over there in the white sweater? He's like, no, it's the one in the green hoodie. She's a part-time frozen yogurt chef. Is that what it's <laughs> he, says, yeah. he says frozen yogurt chef. Oh Do you think that's how they met? Oh, for that's gotta sure. be. That's gotta oh, be. Definitely. He's like known as, as the guy's the yogurt shot that like comes in every Tuesday at like nine forty five p.m. and gets every single topping that they have. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. Definitely but. has gummy worm, oh, yeah. gummy worms on there. I love that life. Um, so Dwight is back at the office. He's preparing for the press conference. Michael's telling him, "Hey, I want this place to be looking spiffy." So. Uh, he compares it to when you're doing beat sales. You put the the most beautiful beats on top and in front, so people are like, "Oh man, I got to stop and get those beats." Yeah, those are the money beats. The money beats. But this involves telling Karen, Ryan, and Pam, I guess the office hotties. Sure. Yeah. Hey, up front, and then he pushes a ficus <laughs> in front of Phyllis and Stanley yeah. to block them, <laughs> and it perfectly covers both their faces. They- so messed up. <laughs> At this point, Chad Light arrives. Good old Chad Light. Um, he first uh, asks if he's from the Washington Post. No, the Scranton Times. <laughs> Chad Light, the lighter side of life. <laughs> and he is granted level three security clearance. But oh. don't get too excited. Because that's out of 20. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Who has level 20? Do you think Dwight? 
even has level 20? I bet that Dwight did not even reserve level 20 for himself and yes. gave it to like hero from heroes. <laughs> if he ever shows <laughs> like up. Level 20 clearance. <laughs> Only he has it. He's like, even I am not able to handle level 20 clearance. <laughs> so Andy Bernard decides to confront his girlfriend in the hallway of the high school that's how you do that's how you do (laughs) i guess that's how you do because even as he's thinking about it he's like do you think maybe she's like a guidance counselor no yeah jim is immediately like nope (laughs) no and then he keeps making sounds like "Ah," you know uh." he's like you can definitely go to jail just for (laughs) talking to her and confessing this and so it 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 is confirmed she is a student at the high school Uh what's weird is she knew obviously that he's an adult Oh, yes. Ew. Definitely. Ew. I love that uh, Andy's, his response is, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he says he had no idea. Jim says, I don't think that's going to hold up in court. Yeah, classic Jim. <laughs> and then he says, we didn't do anything illegal, except we knocked over a mailbox with her friends. And I'm like, that, that probably was a dead giveaway right there. Yeah. yeah. I'm just imagining Andy in the backseat of some sort of SUV. Full yeah. of high school students <laughs> swinging a baseball bat at mailboxes and being like, "These are some of the coolest adults I've ever hung out with." Double, sure. double fist and yogurt. Right oh here. He's just gosh. like, "You guys really get free yogurt every time you leave." <laughs> so back at the office, accounting is doing fine. They're doing pretty well. You got you got Kevin there. He's apologizing. Uh, he's just constantly saying, "I know. I'm so sorry." Uh, Oscar again. He's he's doing pretty well actually. He's probably awesome at it. It looks like he's like making small talk with yeah. the guy. Like yeah. he's like, oh, where are you from? Oh yeah, yeah. He's like, like, I got a brother that lives exactly. over there. Exactly. Like it's like he's you know shooting the breeze. Yeah. Everybody's doing great, except for Angela. <laughs> this is gonna be hard for her. She's doing really really not good. Uh, but Kelly tries to soften the blow. She says, "You're doing so good. I mean, you have so many strengths. Maybe the thing you probably just might want to work on. The one thing is apologizing." <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's hard. <laughs> That's right. So Creed has finally put together his entire grift, the heist that he's going to pull here. Yeah. <laughs> he knows the master plan at this point. He heads over to Dwight and he's going to fill Dwight in on what happened with Debbie Brown. And he says, you know, I went over there and Debbie Brown wasn't there. And she told me she had a dentist appointment, but I'm hearing she told her manager she had the flu. I'm a trusting guy, but I just feel like if Debbie Brown had been there, we would have caught this. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and what other person to tell other than Dwight that's going to be like, oh, what a traitor. Oh, of you course. You know, like yeah. he buys it hook, line, and sinker. Sure. I imagine that Creed walked away from that conversation knowing that Dwight would pick up the phone yep. and call corporate. <laughs> it was done. It was done. Done deal. And Debbie Brown He probably is, is going to personally uh, investigate the mill himself uh, with an yeah. overnight stake. Yeah, I could you see know? it. I could totally see it. It's at this point, though, that the client, the important client, arrives for the press conference and the apology. Now, in the conference room, Michael is apologizing. And he offers her a check, a big novelty check, for six months of free paper or 25 reams, whatever comes first. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Whichever happens first. Now, remind me, a a ream is like the little... Sure, it's like like 500. I think it's, yeah, that's like a ream of paper. Because I think, yeah, because I think it comes in reams and then boxes. Boxes of reams. Yeah. Yeah. So 25 of those reams. 
so mm-hmm. probably like four or five boxes of paper probably that's 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 the, the that's like not apology. even <laughs> yeah 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 oh which she gosh. probably Depending sent, on how big the she probably is. normally orders more than that in a month absolutely. you know as a yeah. business absolutely um and he says now let us consider this matter ended and it is very clear that for her it is not over she is super angry she is not gonna gonna accept the apology yep and we're gonna come back to this obviously in a minute but like is she being unreasonable um like she she might be taking this a little too seriously that's what i feel like too like i feel like most people like are not scared of confrontation but they also wouldn't like take it to that point of like where you are just like blatantly like i'm not gonna accept your apology no matter what but do we know what she does? I guess it depends on her clients and what they receive. That's true. We don't know what she does. What From the way she describes it, though, it sounds like she was offended by it and she could have lost business. But she what doesn't... if she worked for a church? I mean... Oh. And she like sent out like a company newsletter on it. Oh, baby. Or what if yeah. like she worked in an old folks' home? Oh, yeah. <laughs> old folks love it. Oh, yeah. They're probably... They're like, stoked about it. That's the best thing they've seen And there's the problem. It the riled them up. Riled them all up. Made them crazy. Now they're all hooked up on their Viagra. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Nobody showed up for Matlock. Um, <laughs> no, but, but she says, I could have lost business. She doesn't say, I lost clients or I lost business. Yeah. She's I think she's just, just like, she's just mad. Yeah, she's just wanting to sure. vent. She just wants justice. Yeah. Dang it, dude. She's just hoping for a bigger discount. Maybe. She's gonna. She's testing out her negotiating right here. Yeah, I guess because sure. she's gonna have she's some like, demands. Maybe Chud will. Maybe Chud will get me what I want. Oh, I think you left God. off a zero on that number of reams. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, so Andy and Jim now are at the school. They're meeting with the principal uh, to apologize. And the principal is saying, you know, hey, yeah, this was kind of a rough thing. You know, here at Dunmore, we teach our students that character counts. Character is a big deal character counts uh and andrew bernard says and you should because one of your no, students Andy. <laughs> oh my god is a right. real b word <laughs> and then i think the principal's like excuse me and he's like i want to take out an ad <laughs> a full page ad in the yearbook yeah two words and jim just jumps in real quick good luck <laughs> good luck yeah. <laughs> that's not what i had in mind he says Dang it, Andy. Uh, So Angela, back at the office, she's trying again. And Kelly is right there with her going beat by beat, trying to help her win in this situation. Like a good trainer. Wow. Kelly stepped around. Way to go, Kelly. She's right there. Feedback's the most important part. Just just moment by moment. She's like, okay, like, just, you know, oh, where's he from? Oh, okay. Oh, that's great. Okay. Now tell him you're really sorry. And it just gets to the point where Angela is like, we did what we had to do the yeah. company, you already know the company is sorry you can take that apology you already got your money back <laughs> I don't know what else you want <laughs> he obviously she, I mean up. she does have a valid point terrible customer service but also what more do they want oh my gosh I don't know they just need to vent need my somebody. wife has the wonderful job of dealing with front facing customers and I tell her all the time I'm like I could not do it because I would be like 
I will come to your house. Do they get crazy? And poop on your yard, sir. (laughs) I will poop on your lawn. He's like, that was you last night. I knew it. (laughs) Yeah, people are just mean when there's like, when there's no face-to-face interaction, especially, man, people are just hateful. I am one of those quick to like speak to your manager. Yeah. If I feel like, "Mm, this person's not going to give me what I want, I'll say, you know, can I talk to your manager? Yeah, that's different. Are you a Karen? Karen. Philippelli? Oh Oh my gosh. (laughs) Karen who? Karen is a is like a meme. The meme. Oh. Yeah. You know, like a... I want to speak to your manager. Short haircut. <laughs> speak to your manager. Wine Wednesdays. I certainly am. Thirsty Thursdays. Oh. Margarita Fridays. I know. most certainly am. I'm embarrassed to admit this. I'm just going to say it. I have recently said something like, um, you know, I said something like, I, I know that I'm not sure that you have the authority to resolve this in a way that's going to be helpful to me, which is why I need to speak to your manager. <laughs> Boom. That's actually a tactful way. I mean, you know, as long as it's, oh, as long as it, I think I'm, I'm like, like, you're I'm, not going to help me. Bye. See, like direct people too. I'm like, people that are direct, they're not being mean. They're just like, oh, like, I just, just want to solve this problem. I'm just trying to be efficient here. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to spend for 10 minutes and then have to say, you say, you know, I don't have the authority to do that. Can yeah. you go to my manager? It's I rough. don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste, waste time. my time. Just let me talk to your manager. <laughs> this is above your pay grade, sweetheart. <laughs> Put your manager on the phone. Get right? your manager. You know what? Get your manager. Manager, call him up. Yeah. You know what you need to do when you get into situations like that. Everybody defaults to like a very stern, sometimes raising your voice. Mm-hmm. Start to whisper. <laughs> the louder they get, she'd be like, "Sir, I'm so sorry. I cannot hear you." No, I'm saying when you need the customer service, you're like, "Oh, I need to speak." I, I don't think you have right the now. To help me. I think that would be more scary than somebody yelling. <laughs> oh yeah, so I'd, be, I'd like, be like, "Bye, here's I'd be my like, manager." Please don't dox me and <laughs> come to my house. I need you to understand that you're not going to be able to help me with this. Give me the manager. I'm for sure passing the phone, <laughs> uh, right sir. There. Sir, you're only asking for a discount code that everybody gets. So if you could just get a pen. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, so, so Angela absolutely fails. She she gets hung up on, and as she hangs up the phone, she looks offended. <laughs> yeah. I think he had I Tourette's. I take offense to this. <laughs> I think he had Tourette's or something. Michael is now still trying to appease this client because she is losing her mind. And she's saying, like, you know, it's two cartoon characters having sex. It was disgusting. It's disgusting. I love that Dwight chimes in and says, now, I want to be clear here. Um, it did appear that it was consensual. Both <laughs> yeah, animals I think that's smiling. important. I think in this day and age, it's important. Yeah, both animals seem to be enjoying what yeah. is happening. Who do you think did it? We don't know. It was somebody I, at the mill. Yeah, you, I think we, it's somebody at the mill that like, quit. Who's the mill? What's it's the like mill? The paper, it's like where they cut and bleach the paper. <laughs> yeah. You guys are all, do you know how paper works? <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, Timmy, let's talk about how paper's made. <laughs> so what happens is a mommy paper and a daddy paper like each other. <laughs> and they meet at the mill. And they go into a binder and they close it several times. <laughs> but the closing never lasts longer than about three and a half minutes. <laughs> and then... And then a notepad comes out. Wow, there's tears. You have tears. <laughs> That's the hardest I've made Rob yeah. laugh on this podcast. That was so good. <laughs> Talk about a hole punch, you know what I mean? <laughs> it comes out as a sticky note. And then, uh, no. <laughs> all right, sorry. The line is a dot to you. <laughs> oh, that's so dang good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
That is amazing. That is amazing. Okay, okay, let me get back on track here. So sorry. Dwight points Paper out that sex it was, derailed us. <laughs> Dwight points out that it was a it was consensual. Are we waking up the children? You woke up the children. Oh, we've, got, no. we've got a three year old walking around. Oh, and in our monitor it. it looks like a little ghost. Oh, oh no. It looks Man, like Casper. I'm See, sorry. I would be scared to open that like at three thirty to check on your kids True. and they're just like it's staring the at the thing. camera like uh, No. It's scarier when you don't hear them come in and then they whisper something to you. Yes. Oh. yes. They're right in your face. And you're oh like, I'm like <laughs> jump up to the ceiling. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Dang it. That was so good. Okay, so yeah, Dwight points out that it appeared to be consensual. And this is where he talks about like he grew up on the farm. Yeah. I've seen lots of animals. You know, goat on chicken, chicken on a goat, a couple chickens doing a goat, a couple of pigs watching. Oh yikes. Whoever drew this got it exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's at this point that we find out that the Michael is like, what can I do? And Michael, to his credit, has kept his cool pretty yeah, well. He's he's handling it good. And even at this point, he says, what can I do? And he, I think he's legitimately asking. It's at this point where she says that she wants him to resign. <laughs> basically because he's the head of the company. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. And he says, that's what? That's a little excessive. Yeah. See, yeah, that's that's a Karen-type move. Yeah, right yeah. There, right? No, I'm most certainly not Karen. I you're want genuinely you to trying to find common ground, and it's like, well, you should just quit. Yeah, you should just lose your job. Um, so Michael, at that point, is like done. He kicks her out and does not give her the novelty check. No reams of paper for you. Man. And you know he spent like forty nine ninety nine on that novelty check. Uh, that's true. Uh, she, as she's leaving, is very upset. She says she will be calling the Better Business Bureau. And Michael makes it clear that he will also be calling the Ungrateful Biatch Hotline. That's <laughs> line. I will be calling the Ungrateful Biatch Hotline. And then he remembers that Chad Light is in the room. And as he turns around and asks Chad Light, did you get that? He says, all of it. Yeah. He's furiously <laughs> taking notes. That's awesome. So things are uh, starting to get a little bit out of control. Michael is feeling the pressure. And uh, he realizes that it's time for him to make a video. And we cut to a little thing of Pam because uh, when he pulls out the camera, he's like, you know what this is for? And she's like, yes, I do. And we find that Pam is actually like his, his videographer for all of his oh, apology yeah. videos. Sure. Because, and I quote, he he says that it needs a woman's touch. <laughs> Which, what does that mean when you're filming? I, no I don't idea. get it. Just, oh, man. Just delicate. It's a sensual film. Just the, play, film the filming pause, is very. Yeah. Yeah. Start, go. There you go. But as they prepare, Dwight is just putting so much hairspray. It is like half a can. It, it was is like just half like, a minute. It's like. <laughs> and he's just holding his breath the whole time. Letting and he's it loving happen. it. He's just, eventually he says, I think that's enough, but there is so much hairspray. Um, then Michael begins the video and he wants to tell you something from his heart that he will not be leaving this office, that it would take a SWAT team to get him out of this office and maybe not even that. Yeah. <laughs> Which Dwight interrupts. <laughs> it, it, that doesn't sit very well with Dwight at all. Yeah, he's like, okay, first of all, it would take... Like one SWAT guy. <laughs> Forget what Dwight says. They would flank you. They yeah. would concussion grenade you. You yeah. would be blind. You ever been stun grenade? I got one in my trunk if you oh. want to try it. And he, now oh, we does. understand why Michael needs a woman's touch. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Uh, so Kevin and Oscar are uh, 
giving Angela a hard time. Uh, she Angela tries to make fun of Kevin about his payroll thing or whatever, but uh, Angela says, I'm sorry that you guys are such idiots. And Kevin and Oscar are just loving this. Oh, yeah. You still said you're sorry. Yeah, still said it. <laughs> High-fiving each other. We're like fifth grade. Oh. Still said it, man. <laughs> you said it. Can't take it back. Uh, back in the video, though, Michael is basically saying, look, there's no way I'm going to resign. It would not be fair. It wouldn't be fair to the, the employees, to the company, and it wouldn't be fair to him. He says, remember one thing. It wasn't me. They're trying to make me an escape goat. <laughs> Don't let them, Michael. They, the man, the mill man. That's Don't right. let them turn you to an escape goat. And then he heads for the big ending. If I am fired, I swear to God that every piece of copier paper <laughs> in this city will have the F word on it. I would love that so much. Imagine opening up your copier paper and just being like, what the hell is this? Like... Who did this? The last box I opened had a duck and a mouse doing it. And now this is a big F word. What am I supposed to do? Johnny, this company's great. We got to get a hold of them. <laughs> and where do you think that aired? The you, video. Oh, what too? Where did I it air? I guarantee you nobody, nobody saw this. No. <laughs> nobody saw this. He probably sent... Read a, the people. I imagine he actually probably made a cut of it, sent it to the Scranton Times, probably along with the Washington Post, New York Times, CNN. Yep. I guarantee you... Nobody cares. Scranton Times might have opened it. It didn't air anyway. I don't even know if it made the lighter side of life. That's right. <laughs> That's like... It definitely was not light. I'll tell you that. Because <laughs> he says, and I quote, the paper will have the F word on it. The F word. <laughs> I love that Dwight like words, like mouths the words with the him. F word. And then he ends uh, with a bang. You have one day. <laughs> always right. give an ultimatum. Because they always give an <laughs> ultimatum. Message received. That's right. And Pam uh, makes it clear, this was probably the best apology video you've ever done. Yeah, so you know that it actually was. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, As the uh, episode is wrapping up, Creed is passing around a card, a going away card for Debbie Brown. See, this is the maniacal part, right? Uh, Not only does he get Debbie Brown from the mill fired, but now he's taking up fake money in her name. He passes the card around. You know he needs it, though. Yeah, he lives in the quarry. That's right. That's right. He needs to buy more potatoes. Uh, He is taking the offering up for Debbie Brown to help her out. As he's leaving in the elevator, we see him take all the money out, throw the card in the garbage, and pocket all the cash. So awesome. Creed. Jim and Andy are heading home. Andy is obviously disappointed and distraught about dating a 16-year-old <laughs> yeah. yogurt chef. And Jim is trying to cheer him up and make him feel better. And Andy's not having like it. Like a good friend. Good old Jim. Cool guy Jim. Cool guy Jim. Just starts out with a little a wee 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 I thought we were gonna do it. Now your kids are definitely <laughs> awake. Like, yeah, we're lying to our basement. <laughs> and I just love that Andy initially is like, "No, nah, I'm not really. I'm, I, I, I can't really. I'm not in the mood." And Jim just keeps going, and Andy cannot resist. Yeah, he's got to come in. He cannot resist, and uh, it it was definitely a cool move by Jim, and it definitely cheers him up. And then as the episode ends, the final thing we see is Dwight <laughs> arriving 
and he's dressed uh, a little different than usual. A little more casual, okay. I'd say. Yeah, he, you know, he didn't. Wild eyes. He yeah. didn't. He didn't part uh, the the old butt cut. Yeah, kind of bed head look. Yeah, yeah. Got, got no some glasses cool on. Yeah. yeah, he's got a. I like and, his look. And uh, Pam notices. She says, "Sure, wow. she does. Of course, she does." G- uh, Pam. Uh, <laughs> 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 she says, "Dwight, you're looking really nice today." And he's like, "I look like an idiot." <laughs> And uh, yeah, so he's he's doing his best uh, to dress and do an impression of Jim. Yeah, uh, he asked Kelly, Kelly or uh, Karen if later on if she wants to go have sexual intercourse. <laughs> and Jim's and like, Jim has to know. Jim's like, "Well, do you?" Do you? Like, no. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he just keeps looking at the camera and you know making his Jim faces. And yeah, it's a I think great little. Jim says something at one point, and he looks at the camera, and goes, uh, "Little comment." Yeah, uh, blah, blah. Uh, little comment. <laughs> I think what Jim says is, oh, look at that. (laughs) (laughs) A little little comment. Oh, my gosh. And so that wraps up Season 3, Episode 20, Product Recall. And uh, as always, we throw it out to you guys. We love to hear uh, what you have to say and what were some of your favorite moments. And so we got just a few here we can go through. So over on Instagram, we got Bryn E. Johnston. Uh, Their favorite part was, I don't have a headache. I'm just preparing. Crucial. (laughs) Crucial. We got True Jedi forty eight over there saying the picture says it all, and then uh, he actually posted the picture of uh, <laughs> Jim and Dwight, the, the the picture that we put up of Jim and Dwight like doing impression of each other, mm-hmm. and uh, he said, "Fact: Bears eat beets. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. Top three Jim prank for sure." I think so too. Yeah, it's very awesome. thought out, it and I mean, you have to have practiced this character a lot, right? Yes. Like, this is not Jim's first time doing. And this. And Leslie says that, like, he the what the inspiration was is that he was in the drugstore and he saw the glasses and they were four dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what started it all. And then he completed the ensemble for another three dollars. Yeah. Which? What do you think that was? The tie. The tie and the shirt. Yeah. Yeah. For the and then he's like doing the math on the little Casio beep, beep, like beep, beep, beep. calculator. Which I was like, man, I would wear one of those Casios now. Like, I had a buddy yeah, sure. in, in high school who had one. Oh, and even then it was a little bit like. Sure. Like you're like you're like wearing old. it like ironically. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's so ridiculous. Um, and then over on Twitter, uh, Michelle D. Uh, Got to go with the scene that inspired one of my favorite office t-shirts. And it's Bears Beats Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Of course. Classic. And then, ladies and gentlemen, mm. as always, mm-hmm. we throw it over on Twitter, tried and true, an institution at Trump Boner Man. Trump Boner Man. Says Michael's apology video with Dwight mouthing the F word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is so fun. It's such a subtle scene. It's so funny. Yes. And then he says, uh, the cold open was the definitive one for the series. Anytime I think of The Office, my first thoughts are Bears, Beats, Battlestar Galactica. Uh, and then he said, I'm glad you guys are back. I missed my favorite Office podcast. Oh, man. Oh, Dang. So heartfelt from Trump Boner, man. It's, yep. Trump Boner, man. So good. All right, and then we'd like to throw it over to uh, the Dunder Mifflin subreddit and look at some quality content over there. Now, I did sort by new. When I found this post, it had no upvotes. It's now sitting at 22 upvotes and only three comments. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to make it 23. Go uh, go get this. The user, if you look in our, uh, okay, sorry, let me pump the brakes. If you go in the podcast uh, player, go down to the show notes, you'll see a link that says Dundee Winner. Click on that and you can see what we're looking at. Now I don't think we're I don't think we've been to this episode yet. I can't remember what episode it is. 
But this is a Dunder Mifflin customer comment card. Yes. That somebody made. These iconic green cards. That's right. Now there are, uh, so the, the title of the post, or the user is Mugi Boya, M-U-G-I-B-O-Y-A. Yeah. M- I love that you Muggy, tried that. Muggy Boya. Mugga Boya. The, the title is Customer Complaint Card Against Dwight by Gina. And it's a legit card. It looks like it's like designed awesome. Okay, so it has uh, very good, good, average, poor, very poor. And then it has five questions. Okay, so you have, how was your experience with Dunder Mifflin? Gina marked very poor. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> very poor. Fair. That's fair. Was your order delivered on time? She marked average. Okay. Was your salesman... Go warehouse. <laughs> was your salesman polite and helpful? Very poor with a circle around it. <laughs> she wants to know that it was a horrible experience. <laughs> I would have starred that thing. Oh my gosh. Okay, and then she, she votes on some other stuff. But she decided additional remarks. It says, for Dwight Trute from Gina Masterson. Remarks. My name is Gina Masterson. That's G-I-N-A, and it's pronounced Gina. Well, your salesman, Dwight Schrupp, kept pronouncing it Gina, like (laughs) vagina. (laughs) I corrected him numerous times. Needless to say, say, we will not be ordering any more paper from Dunder Miftit. Oh, Oh, awesome. That's right. Two can play at that game. Dang, Dunder miffed it. That's funny. I worked with a lady named Gina who spelled it exactly like that. Yes. Yes, we did. Oh, man. Um, what episode is that from? Gina. Uh, <laughs> so if bad. it's from the one where they stack them all, it's in like super later seasons where they like try to stack all the customer <laughs> oh, complaint cards. You guys remember oh, that? Oh, yeah. I do yeah. remember That's that. That's awesome. Like we got uh, plot. And uh, yes. and the other character okay. in those in those episodes. Okay, awesome. so that's that's a ways down the road, yeah. but there you go. I thought that was really funny. Uh, and then, hey guys, that brings us to the end of the episode. As always, thank you so much for listening, and uh, make sure that you rate and subscribe. Tell a friend. Yeah. And again, come check us out on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash an office pod. And tonight, over on Patreon at the after party at Port Richards, we're talking customer service fails mm. it's gonna be there's beautiful. gonna be some juicy ones that's right so come join us and uh, make sure you do your homework this week go watch season three episode 21 women's appreciation sweet it says when phyllis you should bring me something <laughs> that's right <laughs> and he finally pregnant sweet. sweet hey especially after all you've been doing with these kids yeah uh, bring me a little perfect chocolate. episode but this is what it says when phyllis gets flashed Oh, Michael sweet. organizes a special outing for the ladies to boost their morale. I remember. Yes. As Andy and Dwight try to track down the flasher. Yes. This is a good one. This so, is a good oh, one. Oh, man. So make sure you watch that and come back and join us next week. And hey, until next time, I'm Rob. I'm Caleb. And I'm Andy. And this was Everybody, Everybody in, in the, the Conference, conference room. room. All right. Let's head on over to Poor Richards.